Out of these four stocks, I'm personally gonna purchase two by the end of this week. Like always, this is that weekly series where I take a look at a few stocks that I believe are sitting at great levels right now. We're gonna take a quick look at future growth, at fundamentals, technicals, and even valuation metrics. So let's get started. All right, so the first company we are gonna take a look at is Roku, the streaming platform giant. Many investors consider this stock as the must have if we wanna enter the overall streaming investment world. Many of you might know Roku from their hardware where Baroku is so much more than that. Because they have such an amazing platform, they are a great collector of advertisement revenue. They also have the Roku channel with some originals, which allow them to kind of become a bigger brand within the platform itself. So Roku right now is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker ROKU. is currently sitting at $346.98. And from its 52-week high closing, the stock price is down roughly 26.13%. So we can see it's definitely seen a crazy correction right now. It has a market cap of about $45.94 billion. If we take a look at future growth, Roku is a growth monster expected to grow at crazy levels, 25.5%. But before we take a look at some more fundamentals make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button it does help the channel a lot and let's take a quick listen to today's sponsor a good reason why i'm able to provide so much content to you guys right now I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor Services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisors average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you like to do more of this year you can visit fool.com slash jose naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now on to today's video if we take a look at trailing 12 months roku is profitable in earnings and they're also positive in cash flow from operations so fundamentally they are looking in a great place if we take a look at their balance sheet it, it looks even better right $2.1 billion in cash and short-term investments and about $100 million in debt, not even. This is definitely a super strong balance sheet and their fundamentals are looking amazing as well. So definitely why Roku is on the list today. If we take a look at their most recent earning highlights, they've seen some crazy growth. Total net revenue was up 79% compared to the same time last year. Their platform revenue, which is their mainly their content delivery and their advertisement is up 101% compared to same time last year some other ones are active accounts are up 35 percent compared to same time last year streaming hours are up 49 percent and average revenue per user is up 32 percent so this is a huge monster, but the growth doesn't stop there. For their quarter two outlook, they expect about a 73% year-over-year growth in revenue at the midpoint. So if we take a look at recent news, we can see how Roku is really attempting to increase its brand awareness, especially in the content delivery world. They just announced the second season of one of their orig- original series. This is the first Roku original renewal for the Roku channel. So you can see they did see some great numbers there, and this overall original roku channel i think is a great move for the company next we can see on june 3rd they announced uh roku recommends which is a 15 minute channel this allows 
users of Roku to kind of see what are some great shows to watch in their platform. So they're trying to maintain happy customer experience and make sure that their users are pl have plenty to engage in their platform, which means more advertisement revenue in the long term of things. Roku is also working with Hollywood Film Studios. They recently made a partnership with Saban Films and a selection of their film slate for 2021 will stream free exclusively on Roku's ad-supported streaming services. All right, so the second company I want to take a look at is JD.com. So right now, I do believe the international market, especially the Chinese market, has taken quite a beating um, and it's looking at very attractive levels. JD is probably one of my favorite plays there at the moment. Uh, many believe it's just an e-commerce giant, but this is so much more. This is one of the most innovative companies I've seen out there. They have JD Logistics, and within their JD Logistics, they have JD built the world's first automated warehouse in Shanghai, and they're currently developing their own drone delivery and automated delivery robots. They have a really strong research and development side in JD, where they're working in crazy technologies like virtual reality, augmented reality, drone delivery. I mean, you can even use AR in some of their e-commerce products to kind of look at how these products look on you if they are cosmetic if they are clothing before even purchasing them so jd.com is currently traded under the nasdaq as ticker jd sitting at 71 dollars and 19 cents from its 52 week high the stock has definitely seen a quite quite a correction is down about 33.4 percent and it currently has a market cap of 113.26 billion dollars jd is expected to grow 16.5 percent on average for the next three to five years so this is definitely looking pretty attractive in growth they are profitable and they are positive in cash flow from operations they also have about 134.9 billion in cash short-term investments compared to 16.9 billion in debt again this is based on their local currency if we take a look at their most recent earnings net revenue grew 39 percent for the first quarter they had annual active customers grew 29 percent for the same time compared to same time last year like i mentioned jd is very very innovative they even have like jd health where they kind of focus on telemedicine in china other highlights they are partnering up to kind of increase their clouding departments uh, so they do provide a lot of business services as well outside of just the e-commerce so we can see why jd makes the list all right so the third company we are going to take a look at is okta this is the identity authentication platform for the internet uh, if you're working from home, if you've done any form of freelancing, I'm pretty sure you have used Okta before. Customer identity for applications, even if you're just a customer, right? In certain apps, you might be using Okta or for workforce identity, like I mentioned, for working from home. Okta right now is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker OKTA. is currently sitting at $226.38. From its 52-week high, the stock has definitely seen quite a correction. It's down about 22.4%, and it currently has a more market cap of 30.01 billion dollars so this is a cool market right the cybers it's a form of cyber security not the true threat cybersecurity, but it does make sure that the internet is safe for users in one way or another and i do believe this is a, a market and a service that's going to continue to grow as we grow inside this digitalized world so octa right now is expected to grow 27.4 percent on average for the next three to five years another hyper growth stock unfortunately octa is not profitable in earnings but they are positive in cash flow from operations this is normally the case for most software companies 
at the moment. If we take a look at their balance sheet, they have about $2.7 billion in cash and about $1.8 billion in debt. So very, very strong balance sheet. If we take a look at their most recent earnings, they reported May 26 of 2021, not that long ago. Their revenue grew 37% compared to the same time last year. Subscription revenue grew 38%. They recently did close an acquisition of another authentication platform. So they're growing their overall market. Net cash provided by operations for this quarter was 22% of total revenue. So you can see this is definitely a money-making machine. For the second quarter, they expect about a 47 to 48% year-over-year growth. So still a huge, huge monster. And for the full year of 2022, they expect about a 45 to 47% year-over-year growth. They did mention a transition in their CFO. Um, They talk a little bit more about it, but not something that would really freak me out at the moment. The final company we're going to take a look at before we take a look at some technicals and some valuation metrics is Spotify. This is the audio streaming giant right now. I've been uh, a Spotify user for almost a year and I love the platform. And I do believe right now is sitting at some crazy attractive levels. Uh, Spotify right now is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker SPOT. It's currently sitting at $243.66. From the its 52-week high closing, the stock is down about 33.17%, and it currently has a market cap of 46.35% billion dollars spotify is another growth monster 16.6 percent on average for the next three to five years unfortunately spotify is not profitable but they are positive in cash flow from operations when taking a look at trailing 12 months and that's what i like to see right i'm more of a cash flow guy if we take a look at balance sheet they have about 3 billion euros in cash and short-term investments and about 1.2 billion euros in debt so plenty of cash compared to debt their balance sheet is also looking amazing if we take a look at their most recent and earnings they saw about which i believe is the most important thing 21 percent year over year growth on premium subscribers this is where most of this company's money comes from their total revenues was up 16 percent compared to the same time last year so obviously this is a streaming company that got kind of accelerated due to covid uh so it there are seeing a little bit of slow quarter to quarter not growing as fast levels but i do believe this was anticipated this the at the same time spotify though is the audio market as more people are going back to ho- are working from home a lot more people want to listen to the podcast during that commute so i'm bullish in spotify for both a closed and open economy spotify has recently made acquisitions to kind of enter the live audio space they're continuing to innovate within this market which i find very very bullish and they're also making partnerships with other companies to just expand the overall brand awareness of spotify for the full year they expect about 178 million subscribers at the midpoint and remember right now they're sitting at a about 158 million so still expect a strong growth there we did take a look at spotify's balance sheet and they had about 1.2 billion dollars in debt most of it is coming from these senior notes that are not due till 2026 so this is cheap money and right now i do believe spotify is going to continue to use this money to increase to maybe make some smarter acquisitions to just increase their overall growth incentives and continue to be a growth machine all right so now let's take a quick look at technicals jd is not overextended 
it at all and is sitting at good volume prices if i wanted to enter jd right now based on price actions it would definitely be at least a medium-sized position spotify is also not overextended it's sitting at good volume area as well and spotify again if i wanted to add it would be a medium-sized position at this levels roku is also not looking bad if i wanted to enter this position right now it definitely wouldn't be a small position either now if we take a look at okta we can see right not overextended either sitting at good volume areas if i wanted to enter very similar these would be times where i wouldn't mind opening with a medium-sized position if able to all right so next let's take a look at valuation metrics i'm taking a look at forward price to sales ratio and for jd it's 0.6 right now these are levels kind of of july 2020 june of 2020 so seen about a year ago so it's definitely undervalued to where it's been at in the second half of 2020 uh and, and it's closer to the values last seen about a year ago if we take a look at spotify spotify's 3.41 price to sales ratio a bit of undervalue of where it's been in the past 10 11 months for sure values seen in around 12 months ago now if we take a look at roku this one has a price to sales ratio of 12.25 this is probably the one that has seen the least correction right now we can see it's a bit undervalued compared to where it's been in, in the past few months mainly in the last quarter of 2020 um, but it's still much higher than a year ago so that's something to keep in mind next we take a look at okta price to sales ratio of 20.59 we can see this is cheaper than last quarter of 2020 and it's sitting at levels seen about a year ago but in the short term okta has definitely given us some better buying opportunities based on this valuation metrics all right so now my overall thoughts all four companies are looking pretty impressive in form of price i do believe a good portion of the risk has been eliminated all of them in form of valuation metrics are also sitting pretty good at the only one roku hasn't seen too much a correction in that regards but they're all hyper growth stocks like we saw i hope you guys enjoyed the episode take care and see you next time